This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Volume. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. That's J-E-N-K-I-N-S. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, November 9th. 
we've got a great show for you today. Lots of uh, serious and funny things to discuss. Mostly funny things to discuss. But we'll start off with a serious meditation from our friend Shaquille O'Neal. As always, Jenkins and John is hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. Tardy John. Hey, come on, man. Come on, Tardy man. B over here. I, I was just getting to the point where I think I wasn't going to have that name. But, you know, hey, I, anyway. Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good <laughs> Cardi B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking uh, Mike. Produced by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffon. What's up? Yeah. And you don't have to say hi, but I just want to say we have our, our lovely producer Biko is officially back with us at Jenkins and Jones. We're very excited about that. So we got we got like the whole PCO we got the this Yeah, we got Jackson, we got Josh, we got Biko, we got we got a whole the whole, whole team back production whole staff, team. baby. You feel me? All right. Um, I just want to start. We're recording this in the morning time. You'll probably be listening to this in the morning time. I just want to start with a, a morning prayer from Reverend Shaquille O'Neal, who tweeted yesterday, the older you get, the more you realize how precious life is. You have no desire for drama, conflict, or stress. You just want good friends, a cozy home, food on the table, and people who make you happy. Amen. Truest, truest thing that has ever been quote. Right, wisdom. I mean that That's was just right there. The, the big Aristotle came through on that one. Like you know, it's 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 something so simplistic. It's not necessarily profound. It's something we've heard a million times before. But you know, coming from someone like Shaq, who has lived a fucking life, like you were, you know, a fucking household name. You were at the top of the sports world. You know what I'm saying? You were you're one of the defining Lakers. You know what I'm saying? He's like, bro, I just want like a steak. And jokes with the homies. You know what I mean? So, so you know, that coming from Shaq, for sure, gives it like another angle. Mike speaks to it all the time when he says, I'm rich in all the ways that matter or, or that are important. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what he was basically speaking to. Also, you said he ain't, uh, you ain't never lie or he ain't never lie when you posted. People were like, he said bowl, bowl and Victor yeah. women, y'all. I'm like, bro, this <laughs> is this America's is, thing right this, there. This is nigga math, bro. This yeah. is nigga math. You can't have lied before and ain't never lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, because like, it ain't yeah. about not lying. It's about speaking the truth. You know yes. what I mean? Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Like I said, I was looking at my replies. I'm like, wow, this is a really two Americas moment. Like people were like, well, actually, he has lied before. Listen, bro, you say my, we say, man, you ain't never lie. I have said that to chronic liars. Nigga, to the lion homie, to the lion homie, you know the, what I'm the saying? The lion ass homie who, yeah. who has fucking lied about being kidnapped and thrown in the trunk. If he says, man, it's hot as hell today, dog, you ain't never lied. You ain't never lied, you feel me? You ain't never lied, you know what I'm saying? Even if you lie, you ain't never lied, nigga, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Come on, man, we live in, don't live in the past, we talking about the present, baby, you ain't never lied, you hear me? Ain't never, <laughs> moving forward from this point on, my, right. never lied, my dog. And you gonna lie, but... <laughs> yeah, days since... You you have lied yeah. zero. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right, come on, man. That was funny as hell to see. I'm like, damn, bro, y'all don't, nigga. That's been shit. What's that? That's been in our, our, you know, uh, lexicon since when? What? 13, 12, 10? I, I, you know, like, I, I feel like, I feel like, probably. I feel like the wood, the movie, was what made it really take off. Like homies to say that all the time. Man, you ain't never lied. Like, I mean, in, in we were saying shit. that shit in like middle school. Like, you ain't never lie. You feel me? Like, yeah. Mm. So I don't know. I thought it was maybe some country shit, but yeah. Mm. Um, I feel like the other America could get some context clues on that. That that's not a comment that invites you doing a Carfax of has Shaquille O'Neal ever <laughs> been wrong? You know what right. I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, this, this man thought Dwight Howard was capable of thirty and twenty. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. let's, let's be honest here, bro. Like, use of your average here, bro. Of averaging yeah. thirty and twenty. 
the, the, the person from the other America who I said that to uh, responded like, I guess I was sick on that day. <laughs> he's like, he was like sick, sick from Caucasia. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you a good sport. I fuck with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's just talk briefly about uh, the Oakland Raiders uh, and their coach Antonio Pierce uh, doing a very good job of setting himself up with some uh, viral moments. Um, a reporter just so happened to ask him about the presence of <laughs> practice squad players on the sideline. I'm sure it was because the reporter was counting the number of players and happened to Wait, notice that's that there were not extra 53. <laughs> there are 67 players out there on that sideline. <laughs> My favorite thing about AP, who is obviously famously a good straight-faced person, um, but if you could just see him start his smile when the dude started asking the question he, because he knew what the question was going to be. But he delivered a perfect soundbite about having practice squad players on the sideline because he wants them to be inspired. He wants them to feel like they're part of the team. And I have to say, aside from me personally knowing him, whatever, it's cool to see a dude in an interim role just crush the fucking shit out of it, at least for this first week. Like, they, they got the big win. He's had, I think, three or four viral moments already. Um, and I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited to see what happens, man. I hope they win some games, and you know, I hope he gets a, a crack at that job for real. But that, that press conference moment was dope as hell. Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, you know, you can probably deduce that he kind of, you know, planted that question to be asked. And I'm not mad at it. Sometimes you have to do your own PR, especially if you are out here trying to secure a full time coaching gig and you're doing something awesome, like inviting your practice players to the games. Right. Which is something so simple. But, you know, I don't know if any other NFL team does that. Right. So, yeah, man, I mean, I, I love the direction Antonio Pierce is headed in. Um, you know, we saw that that clip that Jackson shared of him in the in the locker room after the win and was like. And was like, you know, any door we go through, we kicking that motherfucker down. I was like, bro, this dude is born to be a Raider. Right, right, right. right you know what right. I'm saying? Like, he is b fucking black and silver through and through. So I'm I'm interested. Like I told you, the Raiders are, are a team that I've always kind of had, you know, a special place in my heart for. So so I'm very much looking forward to a Raider-ass Raiders era, hopefully, that Antonio Pierce can take us into. And that bright light can be daunting once it's turned on you. You know what I'm saying? But he's moved exactly how you're supposed to move in that situation. So, yeah, good for him. Can you imagine going from your coach being Josh McDookie butt to your coach being Antonio Pierce? Like from a one day to the next day. Like I cannot imagine the whiplash of how much better your life would be. Yeah, it's like 2000, 2008 when Obama was elected, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. <laughs> Who told me in the locker room said, fuck niggas had me on the bench. Shout right, right, fuck, me, man. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Fuck nigga. <laughs> Shout Speak from the heart yeah, right there. Right, 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 right. All right, uh, let's talk about, I don't know if y'all saw this, but I thought this was the funniest shit ever. There was an old Syracuse alum who was at a game last week, right, you know, at their home opener, holding up a sign that said, you know, Syracuse alum, first game back since 1975. Jim Beheim started coaching at Syracuse in 1976 or whatever. So this dude just, he hated the, the zone so much. <laughs> that he skipped a whole era of them becoming a national power and then came back this year. I have so much respect. I don't know what principle he's standing on, but he is standing on it fucking standing stiffly as tough. <laughs> I mean, he ain't missed shit. I've always said, you know, Jim Beheim is one of the most, you know, fucking underperforming, quote unquote, great coaches in college basketball lore. Like, you were there 50 fucking years and you got one ring, bro. And the one ring you had was from 
what at the time was the best one and done season in NCAA history. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he literally eats his booger, the original booger boy. Like, like, right. like I'm, I'm not saying that as a euphemism or a figure of speech. There is footage of that man digging in his nose and eating boogers. Like, I, I cannot rock with a dude like that, dog. At all. I love the petty, bro. You know what I'm saying? He said, fuck that nigga, and he meant it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, all, all respect due to that man for sure. Didn't go to one. Didn't go see Carmelo Anthony one time, bro. Didn't go to one game during the national championship season. <laughs> he stood on his what for how long? <laughs> damn near fifty, 50 years. years. <laughs> oh, damn near fifty years. Come on, <laughs> hey man, it be like that. Uh, all right, uh, women's college basketball looks like it's going to be super super fun this year, and I just wanted to shout out uh, Juju Watkins, who is going to be uh, an absolute star for as long as she chooses to remain. Uh, in college, uh, she had in her college debut, 32 points on 11 of 18 shooting, six rebounds, five assists for USC. Lisa Leslie's USC debut, she scored 30 points. Juju scored 32 on 18 shots. Um, she is a Southern California kid. I got a chance to see her play several times in high school. She was doing shit as a freshman in high school that I, I told John about her when she was a freshman in high school. She was that good. And so I'm just so excited to see her game. Um, there was another player who looked like she was mini Kyrie Irving, Malaysia, South Carolina. Yeah, Malaysia. Yeah. So it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a fun year for women's college hoops. I'm honestly at this point, I am more likely to watch a women's college basketball game than a men's college basketball game. Easily, I would say by far. Easily. Um, you know, I don't feel that way. WNBA versus NBA, but college basketball, not even a honestly at this point. If you ask me to list players that I'm excited about to watch in college. Probably the first four are women's players. So I, I'm just, I'm pumped up. LSU just got beat last night too. Crazy about CU. My mom called me up, you know. Mm-hmm. You saw you saw them CU girls, right? You saw them CU girls. Colorado <laughs> dubbed them out too. Right, they it's beat them by tw- 14, something like that. Smack their ass, you feel me? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, G, like Malaysia, I mean, we got to break the fucking play down. What, Go ahead. We'll, start, we'll start off with the past though. We'll start off with the past. Where, you know what I'm saying, Don Staley, the like the original... Drop a dime off, look away, WNBA player is turning her back from amazement. Like, oh, fuck it. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? And then, like, the move where she was going full court, where she throws the ball, she goes behind her back to her left, jumps midair, fake pass. You know what I'm saying? Then when her inside hand throws the jelly, bro, that is good on any level of bass. That's not just a good woman's basketball play. That is a great basketball play. That's a top-level basketball play. Man, woman, child, whatever, bro. It's amazing anywhere, even in the NBA. I, and, and, I, and, bro, we've talked about this as far as, like, how they play basketball. It's high IQ with this type of shit going on and the motherfucking um, storylines they have going on. Bro, this is this is the, the reasons we love the NBA for the opera as well. You know the the you know what I'm saying the soap opera as right. well as the the quality of basketball is why women's college basketball is so fucking good right there's now. There's coaches bro. you and hate. I, you there's coaches yes. who's downfall play, you're rooting on. Play, there's, yep. there's 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 the race war going on. <laughs> <laughs> race war is always good for business. You know what I'm saying? Great for business. Love to see it. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you, you can't tick race we got, war off as your second finger on a list. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That was what the WNBA that's had what, going in the finals, and that worked that's, out for them. That's what, that's no, what that's LSU, gotta be, it's Iowa gotta be was. Figure one, though. It can't okay, be okay, like okay, okay. big figures, <laughs> number one. Okay. At the two, yeah, a yeah. race war. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a race war going on. And then, 
you know what I'm saying? So, bro, it's, you know, hey, man, like, I am all the way tapped in. I'm super excited about this, man. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's, it's you, you, you know, the fact that, you know, these girls stay in college, like, you know, all four years. And, you know, we've got Dawn Staley, who's, you know, turning, you know, uh, South Carolina, you know, getting that up there with like the, the Tennessees and the Yukons. Yukons, right. Into a powerhouse, right? And we've got, you know, coaches we dislike, like, like you know, I won't say any names. LSU's Monkey, coach. But, um, yeah. And, and, and I mean, I, I, as an original, as an OG, as an old Pat Summit fan, I will root on Geno's uh, downfall until it happens. I, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just I was always... watching past something with Mar Michelle Marciniak, which one of the ones. So, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I was in Knoxville. So, I, I agree with you on that. A Pat Summit's quote of, like, why don't you like Gino? And she said, her response being, Gino knows why. Was just like, all right, I'm on your side. I don't yeah, know what happened, but I'm on your side. <laughs> you, you old boy that didn't come back to watch Syracuse in 50 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just fuck them and you standing on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, I've for sure been tapped in way more with women's ball over men's like the last few years. Like, like you know, Cam Thomas been going crazy. I had to Google what college that dude went to because I do not remember a single second of fucking basketball he played in college. He played at LSU. But it's, it's yeah, the, um, you know, the women's, women's college drinks, man, they have something very, very special going on right now. For sure. I, I agree with Tyler. I was going to say it's very it's a little bit like Republican round ball -y, but like there is something to and I, I'm happy that college basketball players can go to the NBA on the men's side yeah. after one year. I'd be happy yeah. if they could go straight to high school. But there is something to the value of women's college basketball that those players have to stay for longer. It right. really, it, in the same way that college football, you get these like meteoric rises of the and these these story arcs of these players that you don't get in in the same way, at least in men's college basketball, like the fact that we get. Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese returning to to play each other again. Hopefully right, right, in the tournament. right, like, right, right. Where if they were on the men's side, they would both be going to the NBA, which is awesome. But like, there is something to the fact that they get to stay and these rivalries get to build over time with the players. I think it's like a lot of the transfer, um, you, you know, rules changing and stuff. I, I'm I've always been like super, kind of maybe radically pro. NCAA players uh, like don't think that the NCAA should exist. There's that Atlantic story about how the term student athlete was created by an NCAA lawyer to get out of a, a you know, player suing for lifetime medical insurance after they broke their neck or their back or whatever playing college football. So like always for everything for the players, let them transfer, let them make money. You know, they should. And by the way, they still don't get paid by the NCAA. All that they, the NCAA said was you're allowed to profit off your own name and likeness, which the fact that that was a, a compromise insane, tells you how horrible the system was because that's, you know, your name and your and your face are like the only things in America that everyone owns. Right. Well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I, I, that's where I stand on all that. But. In terms of the product, yeah, it's like what Jackson said. If a co if a men's college basketball player is decent, okay, cool. Like he'll be playing for another month, and then I'm never, you know, and then he'll be a he'll be like hopefully on an NBA team, maybe, you know, like that. That it's it's difficult to as someone who already doesn't fuck with college men's basketball because I, I don't enjoy the sound Aquatic. of people missing three pointers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's made it, it and, but we grew up at a time when college men's basketball was storylines, big personalities, people building right. legacies at the college prior to building their legacy in the NBA. We don't right. get that anymore, and we're getting that in the, in, in the women on the women's side. And it's yeah. fun as fuck to watch, bro. Yeah. On top of it being good basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the opening of the tournament used to be my favorite weekend in sports, bro. Right, right. But yeah, now, I still and I still love the tournament. Like I but but like we I think we said it last year. I'm a fan of the structure of the bracket 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's basically like what time the games come on. That's basically what I'm a fan of. Uh, before, all right. Before we move on, before yeah. we move on, I do, I do want to say one thing. Uh, USC is a basketball school now. This is the first time in history that the, both men's and women's national player of the year, number one recruit, I've gone to the same school. Oh, I'd be damned. Oh, that's cool. Hell yeah, it is. Fight, fight the fuck on, baby. Football be damned. Who's Caleb Williams? I don't even know. Lincoln oh, Riley. let's get to basketball. Are season, you anti crying? Are you anti crying? No, Are you Caleb. one of those I guys? Caleb. Okay, I, I love Caleb. Wanted, I'm so man. glad he is uh, copy me and painting his nails. But uh, it's a basketball. It's basketball season now, baby. Now that the football. That's how the history books will record it, Jackson. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Now that it's like I said, national championship or bust on the football side, we've hit the bust side. So uh, it's basketball season, baby. <laughs> I, the best possible thing that could happen for sports in Southern California, uh, because Lord knows no sane person is ever going to give a fuck about the Rams or the Chargers in Southern California. The best thing that could happen is a USC-UCLA basketball rivalry in men's and women's basketball. They should play that shit as a doubleheader. Like, that would be so much fun. And, yeah, when when those games are up, like, which which does occasionally happen, that's the most fun like that's that's real rivalry. It's not Lakers Clippers where half the fans are only pretending to be Clippers fans to troll. You know what I mean? It's like real generational alliances and and people being like that fired up. So yeah, I I love that shit. That's gonna be fun this year. All I, right, I, I'm old enough to remember when USC got Demar Derozan and fucking OJ Mayo and Todd Gibson and Sheesh. fucking and fucking uh, Romeo Miller masterpiece son guy right 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 in the fucking deal because Demar played for masterpiece AAU squad and shit so we all knew what that was about but because Demar yeah, Derozan's man. a loyal motherfucker is yeah. why. <laughs> If you want me, you got to give little Romeo a scholarship too. Stand up, dude, right there. Give the little homie. You feel me? <laughs> but I fuck with it. Like we, we actually we have a um we we have a uh, maybe I shouldn't tell the story. We have a top level recruit in some sport in Long Beach right now. Who uh, I told him you need to. He's like a top five recruit in the country. I told him you need to tell whatever college you're talking to that they need to give your sister some scholarship money. It doesn't have to be a full scholarship, but sister is like a like a mid-major level athlete he's a national recruit and it's mm -hmm. you know they play the same sport and it was like tell him break your sister off 15 percent. these schools will say yes it's but it's but it's literally john is and john's laughing right now but it's literally like tyler teaching john and i how to like handle ourselves like business-wise i truly try and like express that to high school kids because mm -hmm. most of their parents don't know that this is the only time their parents will ever deal with a college recruitment right and their co the high school coaches, they're not necessarily telling, like, you know, steal some money for your sister or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. like, it is truly, like, if you're in a negotiation until you sign the scholarship. You sign the scholarship, you got to get up at whatever time they tell you you have to get up. But up until that point, ask for twenty five grand for your sister. Bro. And it's not stealing <laughs> if the other party thinks you're worth it, bro. Fact. You know, they're not you know, it's not stealing if they're giving the money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Call it what you want, bro. They think he's worth that and that twenty five K for his sister. Yes. Fuck you mean, get that twenty five K. So I'm laughing because I think what you how you stated it was funny, but I yeah. I'm on your side with it. You feel yeah, me? yeah, yeah. But I, you know, that's a, that, that's we we all got to teach. We all collectively have to teach kids how to not get their ass kicked by the system when they're right, still right, right, for it to matter. Right. <laughs> 
This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my Let's talk about the interview clip. I act, I don't know what the clip is from. I don't know what the project was. I don't care. But let's talk about the interview <laughs> clip between Jeezy and, and Neil Long. We will not be watching the long form on YouTube. That's, that's what you're saying? No. They're <laughs> discussing unfaithfulness. And, you know, Neil Long was explaining why she thought men cheated, which obviously is, like, relevant to us as basketball fans because of Ime Udoka. Mm-hmm. And then Jeezy hopped in with the... Is it dirty macking or is like I don't even know how to describe it, but it's it's dry, it's, it's sort of I it's don't know. It's not dirty macking, per, like 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 the letter of the law. Like it's not like you know what I'm saying like the definition of dirty macking because like they're not together anymore. But it's 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 the same. It comes from the same place. You know what I mean? It 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 you know there there's there's it's, it, 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 it's, it tastes it's, similar. You know what yes. I mean? The, the foundation of dirty macking is I would never do you like that, right? And this comes from that same place too, right? Like that was yeah, what he yeah, was yeah. implying. The cat scan yeah, yeah, of yeah. of Jeezy's brain, the brain activity lights up in the same part of the brain. <laughs> he was yeah. yeah yeah. He was using another man's mistakes to try to crack. So can you, I can't, yeah, so, I can't give yes, the full quote. I right, can't right. give the full quote. But if one of y'all could explain, oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah. Well, well, you know, ahead, basically Neil Long was like, you know, I, I think men cheat because they need their ego stroked sometimes, and 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 then and Jesus was like, wow, 
That is fascinating. He said, "Cause because to me, real niggas don't cheat." <laughs> and I was like, "And you know what? Pe- people are acting like you know Jeezy is is you know was being phony. I don't think Jeezy was being phony. I, I don't think he was me. either. I, yeah, I think he's just grown up, bro. He's damn near fifty, and he's just like he's not with all the all the you know running around philandering and shit like. And if you've been paying attention to his to his fucking divorce from from Jenna May, or, um, like." He's the one who filed. She's the one who's trying to reconcile. Like, it seems like he was moving pretty solid in that marriage, too, if, that, if, if, if we're just going to deduce from that. And, and I, like I said, I don't think it was phony. I don't think it was, it was Dirty Mac. And I think it was definitely think, funny, though. Yeah, it was, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious to see the, the you know, the, the, the trap star himself yeah. just, just, Dog motivation to, 101. Right? Real niggas don't cheat. Yeah. Just <laughs> you know? that guy, cause, cause yeah. that just goes against everything we've, you know, grown accustomed to as rap fans. I have never heard like pro monogamy raps. <laughs> like that's right, real Smith right. shit. You know what I'm saying? But, but I but, think that, I think a lot of these, I mean, I think at that age and at, at the particular time, like they're, they're still not. Rapping about pro monogamy, but they're definitely pro monogamy, bro. And yes. I feel like it's you know it's rappers who are monogamous, and they're really like like I'm, I'm two chains is the biggest fucking family man this side of right, right. of fucking the you know the Mississippi, and he will rap about you know going to you know all the hoes that he got and all that shit. Like it, dudes, dudes really be family men and rapping like they're not, bro. And what Jeezy was saying, which makes me think it was real, he spoke to something that was honest, which is like you know he doesn't need that validation from other women. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Was what she was speaking like, like if you're a real nigga, you don't need another woman to 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 stroke your ego. You can stand on yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and, and so like, I, I mean, I get the sentiment. You feel me? Where and so that's what made it seem like he was really being genuine. But I definitely laughed, and I thought, man, <laughs> it doesn't hurt in his efforts <laughs> to say that as well. <laughs> it's 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 the same type of funny like when you. You know, like call your homie's job, or you run into the homie at the job and see him being professional. It's like, nigga, this like, like, like I know this is who you really are, but yeah. I don't see this side of you, bro. Like, it's like, it's like your, that same uh, shit. it's like your uh, LinkedIn pic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not. I know you got it in you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you got it in you. That's okay to have it in you, but I just did. You know, it's interesting to see. You saw Tyler's LinkedIn pic and said, "Wow, that is fascinating that is, to me." He, he says, <laughs> "Real niggas don't wear glasses." <laughs> I got the little, I got the little smile showing no teeth and all that. Shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. man. Right, no, but I mean, we all have that LinkedIn picture, bro. You know, we live real lives outside of being, you know, goofy ass internet niggas. You feel me? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get into a five six two fundraising meeting. You know what I mean, and I, and you know it's all genuine, like you were saying. But it's like the most important part of our mission is the way that we can help children. You know, for sure, like for sure. mentoring the youth is really, and like I really believe in mentoring the youth. But you do, you don't talk about it the same way with you guys as you do with people you're trying to raise money from. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's interesting. All right. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I don't think we discussed this, but, you know, the Republican uh, uh, House of Representatives uh, caucus elected a dude named Mike Johnson to be the new speaker of the House. Are you aware of how crazy this dude is? And have you heard the phrase covenant eyes yet? I don't know. No. What the fuck does that mean? So he is a like Jesus is coming soon. Like, like the end times are near. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, believes that I think is now of the belief that Donald Trump is somehow part of the like ushering in the of end course. times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Even though it doesn't coming from somebody like him. So Mike Johnson 
had old videos up that I guess they're taking down off his social media accounts where he was talking about a program called Covenant Eyes, which is a software you can sign up for that monitors all of your digital devices. And you can assign an accountability partner who gets a report of everything that you are looking at on the internet. And if you look at porn or I don't know, maybe a YouTube video of a guy getting hit in the dick with a football, I have no idea. Your accountability partner gets like an immediate alert. Like this person's soul is in danger. Like you need to talk to them. They're participating in secular activities. Yeah. 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 They're not leaving room for Jesus when they're dancing. Um, (laughs) So Mike Johnson's in his video, he said, uh, my accountability partner right now is Jack, my son. He's 17. So he and I get a report about all the things that are on our phones, all our devices once a week. If anything objectionable comes up, your accountability partner gets an immediate notice. I'm proud to tell you, my son has got a clean slate. Why are these people so fucking weird, bro? <laughs> it's just like, it's just like what, what, like, why are you your son the person that is holding you accountable? And why are you doing an interview where you're telling people that your 17 year old son doesn't watch? I just don't. It's a square, it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to tell you, my seventeen-year-old son is a bitch boy, I, and I'm I very proud of it. To imagine the shit that I would have been searching at seventeen years old if I had a smartphone back then. Dog. Right, right. Are you actually? Yeah, it's 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 weird, bro. It is very much weird. Like I don't know. It's just you know, there's just something with right-wing people. I, I mean, I feel like this all comes down to to purity culture, right? Like I think that's the the, the unspoken subtext here is he's like, I, my son is not being horny on the internet, right? Like that's the message he's trying to send here. It's just fucking weird how they just they just, just police that shit all the time it's weird to me bro it's very weird and it's like very creepy and like i the thing the thing about it is i feel like as a as a uh as a liberal person but like probably a fairly uh, an increase maybe an increasingly moderate liberal person like i've always been obviously like uh, opposed to anyone trying to say like porn should be illegal or something but I'm increasingly of the view that it is having a harmful effect on like teenage boys, that that mm-hmm. is like their sole window through which they are learning about sexuality and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's just nowhere like in the middle of the positions of being a free speech absolutist, which I am, and like that's been my position my whole life. And this dude being like, I like I've installed the covenant eyes on my child's phone. Like, 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 why is there not there's just like no political movement of Maybe we should make it a little harder for underage people to see like people doing the most extreme possible sexual acts to each other that are like paid professionals. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, bro. It fucking bothers, it really bothers me though. And I think that's more harmful. Eyes, yeah, yeah. That's the covenant that's, yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah. bro. That's creepy as fuck, though. Right, that's right, right. Fucking <laughs> fuck. 51 shit or something. Right. Like, I think that way of operating is. A- is more harmful because it's unnatural and saying that na- your natural desires are wrong. I think long term that's more harmful than a kid watching porn and then eventually learning that that's not actually sex. You know what I'm saying? But being told sex is wrong or these natural things are wrong, you know, that that that, that builds a person in a particular way that I don't think is 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 healthy. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, of course it's of 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 course it's worse to be more repressive like that's never like the answer is never be more repressive the answer is like a safe place to explore and it not be problematic you feel what i'm saying right did i tell you all about the time i um i got caught 
uh, calling one of the one nine hundred numbers. Oh, you was a nasty little boy. <laughs> you was one of them. You actually called that number? Like, you, I mean, what was it? Was it out of interest or was it like, yo, I, 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 I need to talk to to? No, it was it was, it was Anastasia it, or whatever. No, it, okay. it was okay. being like eleven or twelve and like staying up watching Comedy Central stand up specials till like three o'clock okay. in the morning, okay. and then okay. like. The ads came on, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. damn, this seems like an interesting thing. To, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder what would happen if I called that number. And what would happen is that my mom would get an alert from the phone company that <laughs> <laughs> so $10 have been charged to her account. That's what would happen. <laughs> what? Ha so what, what happened when you call those numbers? Like, how did that work? It was like, I, I think it's actually... You know what's funny about it, John, is, and I only did, I did it the one time, not like an expert on it or whatever. It yeah, seems yeah, yeah. very similar to the way that like internet scams work. I think the trick was to try and keep you on the phone for as, as long, long as, as possible, possible right. and like agree to as much stuff as possible so that they could just sort of keep the meter running or whatever. Right. Um, so like nothing happened there. I never talked to anyone. It was all. So like, you never talked to Anastasia. She never, you never, you never, never damn. I never made it, bro. I didn't make it to the final <laughs> boss. You know, <laughs> I tapped out on the, I tapped out on the, uh, on the tutorial of the video <laughs> game. Yeah. It was like, it, it, it was like, you know, it was a recording meant to sound like a person. I mean, it, I'm sure it was a person's voice, but it was clearly right, right. like an auto recording. Cause they were trying to get you to do touch tone. Right. You know, right. like say, yeah, like, press and but it would read you like several options because they're trying to stretch the time out right and so then it was like i think on the second one i was like this is not what i was hoping <laughs> okay so did you did you i'm wondering at 12 did you know you were getting swindled or was it this is not what i'm hoping for the as soon as it was like the the i, I think i think i i've always been okay at smelling when like someone's trying to bullshit me or whatever okay, and I think okay, the, okay. like i said the second menu where it was like push the touch tones like no i wasn't good enough to not call the number <laughs> right 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 right. but right. the second time it was an automated menu it was like this is probably not the way that this is the commercials lied to me at three o'clock in the morning on comedy central <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to wrap up with our uh, hippity hop segment. Uh, Tyler has uh, turned this over to me, which which uh, I appreciate for the day. And not real long, but I just wanted to um, pay my respects to uh, C. Knight, which is uh, one of the members of the Dove Shack, passed away yesterday, the day before recording this. If you've never listened to the Dove Shack, they're not like a, it's not a super well-known group, but they were very important in... Um, the establishment and growth of the G-Funk sound in Southern California and specifically in Long Beach. Um, C. Knight and the other uh, Dove Shack um, crew were uh, some of the people who were at VIP Records, which was at the corner of uh, PCH and MLK right across the street from Long Beach Poly. Legendary uh, record store, legendary in uh, rap music. That's where Snoop Dogg and Warren G, Daz Dillinger, like a lot of people got their first... Um, taste of actual recording, actual what it meant to be a musician, not just making music with your friends. Because a, a lot of those dudes grew up playing, you know, in the band or singing in black churches in Long Beach. That's where some of that sound, the G Funk sound, comes from. And um, uh, uh, Kelvin Anderson at VIP Records had like a little mini studio in the back that these dudes would literally just walk over after they finished school. And they could get on, you know, I think, I think, um, Daz and Corrupted both said like, that's the first time they ever saw a mixing board. Mm. It's the first time they kind of like learned what some of that equipment was. Cause back in those days, obviously you weren't just sort of like downloading new apps on your phone to try out. Fruity so, but, you exist. know, 
Yeah, exactly. Um, you had to have access. And this was a dude who ran a record store in the inner city in Long Beach. And his goal was, yes, to make a living, but also to give that access to black kids in Long Beach who would not ever otherwise have dreamed of getting access to the kinds of equipment and stuff that um, he was exposing them to. So all those dudes have talked about how important VIP records was, but I think Dove Shack gets the Dove Shack kind of gets left out of the G funk story outside of long beach. But like without the Dove Shack, Warren G Snoop Dogg, you're, you're removing a critical part of their journey to making mainstream music and if you if you never listen to like summertime in the lbc if you never listen to dub shack i encourage you to listen to it if you want to find the bridge between um funk music soul music gospel music and g-funk gangster rap the dub shack is that bridge it's it's it, you know summertime in the lbc i think is like one of the most underrated songs ever it's everywhere obviously in long beach from like may through july um but it's 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 just a beautiful song it's the exact vibe like i think it's what we all think of when we think of sunday afternoon at the park just you know chilling and um very sad to hear that c night passed away they still perform. I got to see them perform at um, summertime in the LBC, the the festival that that was held out here several years in a row. That Snoop and you know a lot of great um, other rappers, including you know like Outkast, and that, that we we had a lot of great people through that festival. And they would always just come and do a, mi- a little mini set and play summertime, do summertime in the LBC. Um, sometimes with Warren G on stage, just as like a way to sort of like officially start that you know start summer in the city, which was beautiful. Um, but he passed away at 52 and I guess this is a, you know, take care of your health thing. Like he, he, he was diabetic. He went into a treatment center for, to, for dialysis, had a stroke while he was on the dialysis machine. Um, and then, you know, they, they were able to resuscitate him, but did not get, um, you know, didn't get brain activity back. So family made the decision yesterday to, to, to pull him off life support, but it's been cool kind of seeing him get to be celebrated and stuff but it's just always that reminder of like we shouldn't wait for people to die to do that you know what mm-hmm. i mean so um i encourage you you got apple music whatever you know check out the dove shack and uh and, and just enjoy some long beach chill sounds on your thursday or or whatever it is yeah um rp to the homie c night uh summertime at lbc all-time fucking summer anthem in, in hip-hop history mm-hmm. um vividly remember the summer drops summer 1995 on the rhyme and reason soundtrack um and it's it's just like i said it's just one of those eternal songs and and you know to your point mike like they were crucial in the whole g-funk movement because the whole g-funk movement was was like you know early 90s mid 90s it was kind of a shift from like the new york just you know lyricism that was like dominating Mm -hmm. you know at the time right like like you know at that time you had your nazis your biggies your mob these motherfuckers were just rapping their asses off and like you know the g-funk was you know, you had guys like Warren G, like Snoop, who kind of leaned on melody a whole lot, mm-hmm. leaned on on just, you know, kind of being more laid back with it. And, and just, you know, like, like you know, Snoop's whole flow is melodic. There's kind of, you know, a, 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 a fucking, you know, a, a flow and a bounce to a shit that's that's just breezy and feels like California. Right. And Dove Shack embodied that. So R.I.P. to the homie, man. Long live Dove Shack. And like I said, Summertime in LBC, that's an eternal song right there for sure. Um, yeah. smoke out this is the shack like i also think g-funk was instrumental to like centering weed in rap <laughs> it 
Because <laughs> like, yes. that was like the contribution, like you said, like the shift from the boom blap, like wrapping my ass off to like, the weather's mostly nice here. Like there's a lot of really attractive women. We're yeah. mostly having a good time. <laughs> right, right, right. I, re- I remember, I remember the, the, I remember the nothing but a G thing video. Right. And I remember on, in that video, they were wearing hats with weed leaves on it. I didn't know what the fuck a weed leaf was. Right. Mm-hmm. But I remember rap city wouldn't ban the weed leaf on their hat, but MTV did. So I was like, hold up that leaf. That leaf is something dubious here that MTV does not want us to see, right? So yeah, weed was for sure a fundamental part. I mean, I mean, the definitive G Funk album is the Chronic, which was named after a strain of fucking mm-hmm. weed, right. you know. So absolutely, MTV tried to hit you with the Covenant eyes on the fucking right? weed exactly. leaf hat. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, that's all the time we got. We have a very special episode coming this Saturday uh, that is going to include. The one and only Dragonfly Jones giving you his grilling how-tos uh, Ooh, as yeah. we get into the chilly part of the year. You do not want to miss that. Uh, John and I will throw in some some wheat little recipes to, to fill the shit out. But but I, I feel like the most requested shit we get is we need a cooking show with Tyler. Well, we we're not flying the video crew out yet, but at least you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> hey, get hey, some basics on, on on how to grill and uh, literally no one in the world better to teach you. So we'll see y'all on sure. Saturday. Until then. Bye. Bye. The volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.